Winter has finally come, but was it worth the wait? Is it the epic it hopes to be, or does Game of Thrones leave some of us a bit chilly? We'll talk it out next on Over Under Fair. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Over Under Fair, the final word in pop culture relevance. I am your host, as most times, Dave Roldan, and joining me today in the studio, we got a whole bunch of people. We got a new voice. We got a returning guest. We're all really excited, guys. I'm pretty thrilled about it, so let's not waste time. Let's jump right into it. Lacey, you're here. Hi. Hi, Lacey. How's it going? It's going pretty well. Josh, returning guest, Josh Mathis, you're here. What's up, everybody? Hi, Josh. Hi, Dave. I'm excited. I'm excited as well. <laughs> I love you so much. I love you too, man. And for the first time in what I believe is to be your first podcast appearance of any kind, uh, Jessica Grabsky, Roldan, how are you? I'm fine. That's my wife, guys. I thought your air <laughs> violin was really cute. Thank you. Yes, I, I played us in. The theme you heard was, in fact, the Game of Thrones theme that I was playing live in the studio. It sounded yeah. so much like the actual theme. He's like a one-man band. He has like the drums <laughs> off to the side. You should see the setup right yeah, now. It's, and I'm, it's and I'm conducting myself as I play. It's almost like, as confusing as the plot of this. <laughs> <laughs> the plot of the show? This show. Yeah. Um, in, in, uh, heading up the production for us today, Roger Castillo, how are you? Swell. <laughs> Roger will not have a whole lot to say this episode because we'll just get this right off the top. We're talking about Game of Thrones, uh, the smash hit HBO property, com- you know, adapted from a what I believe was a hit series of novels. Roger, you have never seen nor read a passage or a clip of this show, correct? That is correct. Not a single piece of it in no. seven years. Nothing. It's kind of incredible when you think about it, guys. Like I that, this managed to. Incredible. Yeah, this managed to completely I mean, escape Roger. There is a lot of boobs on this show, <laughs> and I thought like Roger would be all over it. Normally, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm normally on top of boobs, but in this yeah. case, um, I'm on top of boobs, under boobs, but uh, I'm on the side of boobs. <laughs> the last seven years have been a kind of a blur, so you know. <laughs> this show's got it all: side boob, front, front boob, boob, back under boob. boob. Everybody likes under some boob. side boob. Yeah. It does. It's got dicks too. Butts. There's butts. There's all the genitalia you want, but you know what? <laughs> <laughs> and, and arguably, that's not all need. the show's about. No, well, I don't know. All right, so that's that's kind of what we're at the heart of here today, right? We're going to talk about Game of Thrones the, in general, like the entire property, because the books will be brought up. The show is, you know, important and obviously the thing that most people are, you know, familiar with. But they don't come from nowhere, so these books are read. We have two people in the studio who have read the books. I'm pretty sure. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So we have a. We have a lot of stuff to tackle. Um, let's kind of gauge the room for a minute here, starting off. Josh, uh, over, under, fair, Game of Thrones. I actually believe that Game of Thrones is overrated. Yeah? Yep. What makes you say that? Just real brief. Uh, as a perfect example, the fact that Roger has never seen the show, and the typical reaction whenever somebody says they haven't seen Game of Thrones or they haven't read Game of Thrones, it's always like, what? What do you mean? There's so much to love about it. Right. You should watch it. And... I feel like you don't really need to if you don't want to. It's true I, of anything. I, but yeah, okay. okay the, yeah, the biggest reason is the fact that I sat out, not this last season, but the season before it, completely sat out. Didn't watch a single episode of the entire Dorn season. 
And then I came back last season and watched last season, and I felt like I didn't miss anything. Wait, so That's you skipped true. a whole season? I skipped a whole season yeah. and do not feel like I missed anything of worth. Okay. Uh, Lazy. I might agree with you. That was the worst season. Yeah, it was definitely the most boring season. It's true. Season four is the worst. <laughs> and five, actually, if you yeah. put them together. But yeah, go ahead. I think it's, I think it's overrated as well. Um, I I love Game of Thrones, and I think it's great. But I think the the, I'm kind of in the same camp as Josh, where people place this place it on such a pedestal. But I mean, I don't. It doesn't appeal to everybody, you know. No, you, I, you I kinda agree. Kind of got to really like and that. I think kind there's of, a reason for that. Yeah. That fantasy type, mm. you know, genre to to enjoy it. And yeah, that's, that's not easy not, for everybody. It's to not for everybody. So, for sure. I mean, I I do not that that would be a failing on their part if they don't like it. Like, right, I'm, right, I'm not right. saying, yeah. oh, well, you just don't like it. Like, yeah, like no, I'm not surprised. I would at totally all that, get it. If people, I'm not like surprised it. at all that Roger hasn't seen the show. I mean, I'm kind of surprised that he hasn't even seen it a little bit or kind of watched it because or just given it a try because so many people are all up its ass. He's but, a busy man. But yeah, he's no, producing all sorts of shows. <laughs> the Podfather, yeah. Yeah, Roger Castillo, but man about I, town. I do think uh, I could pretty much say that. Yeah, he probably wouldn't like it that much. Yeah. But um, I mean, it does. I think, I think it's a good. It's it's on the good side of overrated. Like it's a great show. Yeah, you don't think I think it's bad. I, mean, right, I don't think, think it's, it's bad at all. I love it, and it's and it's opened up this. Like my my mom watches the show, and she loves it. Like, she kind of, you know, is fine with all this, like, fantasy stuff. Like, she really liked Lord of the Rings and whatnot. But, like, she got my aunt and uncle to watch it. My dad started binge-watching it. Like, all these people who I never thought would like a show like this. So I think that kind of speaks a little bit to the way they, like, structure the episodes and kind of pull you in and keep Mm. you wanting more. But, yeah, I think it's pretty overrated when you get down to it. And I should quantify as well that even though I think it's overrated, it doesn't mean that I think it's bad. I love the right. show. Well, yeah. even, even we'll we'll touch on that. We'll season. touch on that yeah. because I think that's important. Jess? I would go... I don't think you can say that it's underrated because it's so acclaimed critically, the show and the book. It, you, so you can't really say it's underrated unless you're really like Game of Thrones. Uh, but I would say fairly rated. Um, I enjoy the show. I enjoyed the books. I have some qualms about both, but I think they are really good and kind of groundbreaking in their in their genre. Yeah, as, as someone that uh, admittedly has never hasn't even read like an actual book in like ten years myself, which you can attest to. Yeah. Um, you coming from a uh, background where you do read a lot yeah. of fantasy and a lot of like things that are kind of akin to yeah. these types of stories. So this is even amongst those, it's like exceptional com- in comparison. I think so. I mean, I'll. I read a lot of fantasy, but I'm not, I didn't read the books till they were a series. Mm-hmm. I'm not like, I am not as hardcore of a fantasy reader. I haven't read the entire uh, Wheel of Time series, so. Oh, well, Nobody You have no credibility. I mean, yeah, so if you think I don't have <laughs> so. credibility because of that, you can stop listening, but. You can um, also fuck off because yeah. fuck off. <laughs> but I, I do read a lot of fantasy and I. And I don't have like the the longest background in the genre, but this is the first set of books that was kind of this gritty realism as opposed to, you know, the good guys are good guys and the bad guys are demon orc things that you can just slaughter, Mm. (laughs) you know, without compunction. That's actually, that's something that I do appreciate about the show. I also believe that it is overrated. It is... I feel that my, my perspective on its overratedness, though, comes from more of a defensiveness as a consumer of television because i've 
made a big point to watch all of the quote unquote prestige television that's happened in like the last decade and what is now like a lot of people have been referring to as like a new golden age of television shows like the americans and the sopranos and mad men breaking bad like every single show fargo anything i can think of that you that people have mentioned in the, in the same breath as prestigious television for like the last 10 years i've tried to watch all of it game of thrones is included in that argument and i don't think it's as good as any of those shows that i've mentioned like as a as a narrative driven show because it relies too much on swords and sandals in its way and i don't i think it's really great at that part but as like as a show that has a long running narrative i think it gets murky as shit i think it's way too long in parts that don't need to be talked about like dorn <laughs> specifically right. i'm glad you brought it up cuz i hate it and uh yeah it, it it takes too long it labors too long on points that don't really need to do anything with story furthering it's just like oh it's more scenes with this character that we all you know you hate so ooh hate him more like we we hate these characters already. You don't need to beat ourselves over the head with this kind of stuff. So that's that's where I'm coming from. It's more of a it's more of a defensive stance on it being overrated than it is like a passive one. I think it's kind of interesting um, that we have like the four of us here too to talk about it because, like you said, you have watched like all of those TV shows in full. Um, in the what did you say like the last ten years? Oh yeah, I mean, as soon and as then, I, kind of try, I try to watch them as they happen. But if I know I have to Jess wait, I'll is wait. like an avid reader and has read a lot of like things. I, on the other hand of this, like I've read all the books, but like I'm not, I'm not a big book reader. But like these are probably the only books that I've read in like the last, I don't know ever. how long. I, no, not ever. <laughs> I mean, I've read since Goosebumps. <laughs> No, I'm, I'm just I'm feeling Actually, it out. Actually, maybe I don't <laughs> know. And I and I'm also not a TV watcher. Like the la- I have not yes, watched a full series of television in a long time. So I don't know. Yeah, Jess brought up the Wheel of Time series, and since we're talking about the books, I kind of want to bring up. That's a big part of why I haven't read the Game of Thrones books, is because I still haven't finished the Wheel of Time series that I started reading over ten years ago. I don't have the patience to get involved in another 10, 12, 11, 13 set series right. of books. It's just too much. Well, I thought that before I started reading the books, I was like, oh, do I really want to like put forth, like set aside this much time to read all these books? But then I started reading them and they are really fucking gripping. Like they, they are. You, you put one down and you pick the next one up right away, which I mean, doesn't mean everything, but it's something. Right. And they are, you know, when I was reading them, I loved them. Like I thought they were fantastic and it's been a long time since I've read them now. So some of that's kind of like, I can't remember what I was super hyped up about, but I was, I was in it. <laughs> I, yeah, I agree. I, re- I read them all like the same way I, they were all out, I believe by the time I started reading them, or at least by the time I was ready for another one. And I burned through them pretty quickly and they yeah they are they're good they're definitely good and they're surprisingly like easy reads like you would think that was, especially if you've watched the show and like how many characters are there's more in the books you know right, because yeah. they don't have to cut anything out they could go as long as they want when they do and i have some thoughts on that and yeah <laughs> uh and but it's there's it's surprisingly easy to like keep up with everything that's going on because of the way it's structured let's kind of start there then we'll uh we'll 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 start this off by saying that this is not going to be like a recap per se of like season by season or book by book. We, it would take us too many shows, <laughs> really, in the time that we have available. So there's going to be spoilers. We're going to discuss this stuff, you know, as it comes to us. Some of it in depth, some of it not as much. So 
our recap is not what we're here to do, but we will spoil things. So should you be listening to this and not have any kind of background with all this kind of stuff, hey, you've been warned. I just want to get that out of the way at the top. Um, Roger, you've been warned. Yeah, Roger. Roger, I'm sorry. If you plan on watching the show, you, maybe you should have picked a different one to produce. But if anything, we're doing you a favor, maybe, to catch you up on some of the stuff, then you don't have to go back and watch all of it. It's one of those, like I said, it's a, it's a list on the many shows on HBO that I've always wanted to watch. But, like, for example, Sopranos. Okay, uh, have you watched the Sopranos all the way through then? Uh, I'm up to season three. Okay, well then fuck this show. Just watch that and don't worry about anything else. It's the greatest <laughs> show ever. So that's, that's more important for you to finish. Just ignore this show entirely. Uh, all right, but, consider it done. I mean, <laughs> by comparison. One man's opinion. Um, anyway, the Sopranos is the greatest show ever. So <laughs> it will start kind of where Jess was talking uh, with the books. The Jess, I think you have some stats and reasons. I didn't bother to keep anything because I'm a dumb. Um, the books were started to be published in 1996. That's when the first one came out. 1998, 2000, 2005, 2011, upcoming, upcoming. <laughs> <laughs> so 2011 was when the last book was published. Yes. And that's when the show starts. So the, the show as a show doesn't start until four five previous books have already been released five right so that's five that are currently out right so that's that's like 15 years of time that these books are around and this these are i completely missed these i had no idea these were a thing you know in the 90s and i had friends that read fantasy stuff so i this missed me entirely like as a as a thing but uh it was well regarded then as i went back and found out and it is like they have only grown in popularity in the past like you know six years that the show has been on um, I think it's interesting. Excuse me. I think it's interesting that the biggest the biggest thing that I hear about this show initially, because this has kind of gone away since the the writers of the show, uh, Benioff and Weiss, David Benioff and T.B. Weiss, have deviated from the source material because they have surpassed it. Like the show has covered yes. things now that the books did not get to in their narrative by George R. R. Martin, whose name we have not mentioned. Yes. Um, so. I thought it was very interesting that the first couple of seasons, the biggest thing that I heard as concerns was what they weren't putting on screen. And I, as someone who has not read the books, and from what I've heard that the first season's like a pretty straight up and down adaptation of the first book, as the two of you, I'll ask Jess and Lacey, is there, is there a, any big issue that you have with what made it to screen in comparison to what they've cut? Like over the, sort, like the course of the series, to its, to either, you know, either way, good or bad. I think the first season is pretty pretty cut and dry, pretty close to the book. And then after that, I mean, I don't honestly remember them cutting that much. But again, it's been a while since I've read the books and watched the show. Um, it's more, it was more they were spinning out storylines, the whole Danny loses her dragons thing. Mm-hmm. Like that didn't happen in the books. And they were just spinning out her storyline to give her more screen time because she didn't really do anything in that second book. And she's a very popular character. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, there, was, there were pacing issues where they were trying to hold certain storylines in place or move them rarely too quickly but no never too, too quickly almost yeah. never too quickly. so i would honestly say it's mostly the additions that i was annoyed with rosalind the hooker i mean i did not care about her <laughs> yeah. never i don't know what exactly she was supposed to accomplish well but she was a redhead with boobs she was lovely yeah and, so uh, that's, that's probably what so. that was supposed to accomplish i think it was to give give something to us that was somewhat relatable for joffrey to destroy to kind of I mean, illustrate really. how Don't evil get me that started. little shit is. <laughs> no, Do get not. started. That's kind of what we're here for. Is it something you want to say about that? Uh, I mean, it's a, it's not a season one or it's not a book versus movie thing particularly. Okay, just, well, we can diverge into it real quick. Yeah, the show is like 
and I'm not the only one. This isn't my opinion specifically, but uh, the show is like a lot more rapey than the books, like on yeah. numerous occasions, not just one incident. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Roz is one of them, and uh, Roz and Joffrey, and poor nameless person who will never be the same. Uh, yeah, and I could, I mean, I could list all the instances, but like, it's pretty gross. Well, there was and, like, a lot of there was yeah. a lot of to do over the Jamie and Cersei scene yes. from that season, yeah. whatever and season. And the director, was five. I wrote this down. Quote said it became consensual by the end, which I have a pretty big yeah, problem that's with. Yeah, <laughs> no. These shut up. There's right. a there that's is a gross. large there is a large part of me that has an issue with this show because of. I wouldn't say because of, because it's not fair to pin all of the blames on anybody on just because those two guys happened to write most of it. But the showrunners take a lot of heat for what they do in the adaptations, but are so very cavalier about the things that they feel they don't need to defend in yeah. things in situations like this. And like, actually, uh, the George R. R. Martin has come to the defense of that partic- those particular decisions, saying like, yeah. "Well, it's part of the reality and the realism of the series." And it's like, "Yeah, but even you know when to draw the line because yeah. your books aren't that bad." Because like, that's, that's the thing is like I've thought about it before, and I'm like, "Man, it does like seeing all this rape happen on this show kind of conveys like how shitty it would be to be a woman in that world." Right. But at the same time, like. I felt that way too while I was reading the books. Yeah. And yeah. those things weren't There's included. There's still a lot fewer rape scenes. Yeah. <laughs> so like it's I mean it's it can be implied without just being added unnecessarily and I thought that's kind of that's And I mean kind of, yeah. You know like Dave knows I have very complex feelings on this issue like rape for plot point and entertainment value and I have the same qualm with Downton Abbey if you think I'm on Game of Thrones's case like right. so you know it's just how much can you show and the show still is watchable like to me anyway yeah I think I think then I would ask I'll start with Josh is is there more I mean in the in the in the vein of what we were talking about here with the the violence and the sex and the you know the forcing is there a place where this show you feel has gone to an extent where it shouldn't have gone to, where you don't think it could come back from? Or is there still is there still a merit in the violence and then the sex that they are showing? Like is it is it doing too much to sacrifice for story at this point? I do feel that it's doing too much, to be perfectly honest. I feel like they've gotten to a point where they need to they feel that they need to up their game with the sex and the violence and everything to keep people interested but they really don't need to do that i mean i'm okay with the sex and the violence it's when you put them together that i'm having the issue because i mean the show the first season is full of nudity and sex and violence and it's great and it's watchable and it's enjoyable once you get to season four it's like i'm not liking this anymore yeah i just feel like they've gotten to the point where they can't just kill someone they have to do it in such a ridiculous fashion that it makes it interesting. It makes people go like, oh, my God, you know, case in point, uh, the scene between the mountain and it was ridiculous. It's pretty fucking yeah. gnarly. <laughs> so gross. And like, I'd also like to disclaim and say that I watch a lot of this show from behind a pillow and actually don't watch a lot of it because <laughs> I can read about violence, but I have a hard time watching it. I don't necessarily blame you there because, like I said, that that particular scene, even me, who you know, I love violent movies, that was too much for me. I do too. I think people don't like eyes. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I do too, and I, that's a huge thing I have. That's actually a big knock that I have against this show is that I have always felt that the 
the sex and the violence of it, while again, I'm not, I'm no school marm. Like, I love this shit, you know, at its base. Like, I really like this kind of stuff. But I feel that the show relies, it's, it, it becomes a crutch. It relies way too much on, push, like you said, pushing this stuff up into our faces of just like, well, look what we did now. And then look what we did after that. Like, you know, the Oberyn mountain fight is super cool and it has a very disgusting finish, which is really cool to watch in its own way. Cause it's like, Oh my God, I can't believe they show that on television, but it is too much. Like there, there's, there is too much. And I think that is part of the reason I have keep coming back to it being overrated in my mind. Cause it really relies way too much on shit like right. that. Cause they could have easily conveyed the exact same feeling without ever actually showing Oberyn's squished head. Like, like you could have just had the shot be of the mountain's face and then some blood spatter, and you could have conveyed the exact same feeling. Yeah, but then you don't see a squished head. You don't need to. I know. I agree with you. I agree with you. I just... I'm, I guess I'm just, you know, being contrarian so that voice gets heard right. because people seem to need to hear it. Yeah, so. I'm really not sure how I'm going to watch the show now that I don't know exactly what's going to happen that, and know exactly when not to look. Yeah, because like, I, I, I had always, do. I had always <laughs> enjoyed <laughs> that. You know, we go can ahead. go back to me pre-watching them for you. Yes, please. <laughs> Didn't could I you do that for that? You did for a couple, yeah. For me? Yeah, Lacey yeah. would transcribe like, the episode. So this week on Game of Thrones. Give me a time code where I don't want to 32 minutes in. Avert your eyes for approximately 26 seconds. And then turn it back. Come back, yeah. That sounds like a plan. I'm going to miss the first one, so you can do that for me. Okay. Oh, I'm going to miss it too, but we'll figure it out. I think my (laughs) biggest issue is that I am not a fan of shows or movies that do things that don't really serve a purpose. And I feel also, like uh, Jess was mentioning, a lot of the rapey stuff in the show doesn't really serve the purpose that the writers are trying to claim that it's intended for. Well, they don't think Especially that. Especially the, the Jamie Cersei scene. The Jamie Cersei scene did absolutely Especially nothing when, narratively. Especially um, you when know? a lot of the scenes that we are referencing are consensual in the book, and it's like you just changed it for fun? Right. I'm not sure exactly what the point was. And you just spent like an entire season trying to almost redeem Jamie. Right. In the yes, that was very troubling, too. And yeah, turn him into this noble character, and then he comes back and he rapes his sister at the sight of their son's grave i feel like i should probably i should probably stop us before we just talk about the the problems with rape on the show probably should because we could just turn this into that and i don't i don't really want to do that although i do think it is fair to bring up because it is it is something that people don't discuss like in reference to how good the show is or can be like it's it's discussed on what it's allowed to do and whether or not it should be allowed to do those things but it doesn't actually take that into account when it's discussing the actual quality of the show and i think that that's important at least to bring it up so we have we'll we'll depart from that a little bit we'll depart from that a little bit and get back to a little bit of what i was originally trying to touch on with the uh the adaptation differences because that's uh that becomes much more of a sticky situation when you head into the middle seasons. And this is where another pillar of where I feel the show is overrated. If anybody wants to back me up or refute it, it takes, I don't know if this is a book thing. Cause again, I haven't read them. So I'm asking for some clarity. It takes entirely too long to get anything moving in that story in the middle seasons of this show. It is almost impossible you know, to watch. So I think the middle seasons of that show was still trying to kind of, wait for the book like the next book to come out right which never happened so i think this last season was one of the best seasons i think it, it was it moved the best really season. fast it was yeah. exciting like actual gratifying things happened mm-hmm. 
Um, and they were untethered from the book at that point, like completely. They season was it six? Six. Six is on season the six, finish. and then season five was about half and half, and then season six was just all on its own, and it was one of the better seasons. Uh, it is my favorite. So, I honestly, mean, they I was almost almost out on the show from the book and trying not to stay behind with it. They might do a better job. I think that's fair because I like I had said I think this past <laughs> season was the best one of all of the, se- the seasons. Like. Since the first season that I feel that invested in something. like, And that's completely night and day, too, because the first one is all source material, and the sixth one is no source material, practically. So I think it was... I think you might be onto something that that's entirely possible. Like, is there... And those those seasons that really drag, the, the third and fourth, well, fourth and fifth, um, those were based on the fourth book, which is A Feast for Crows, which is a fucking downer yeah like, that's also kind of was one of the harder books for me to yeah read. it's hard to get through half the char- good characters aren't in it nothing really happens because it's, it's just kind of an in-between yeah stuff. we should actually talk about that too since yeah. we mentioned the characters and what it is we're covering so the interesting thing about this series as books is that it's not structured in like a chapter to chapter narrative like a normal kind of book would be like yeah, chapter it's not one sequential right in that way, okay or, sequential yeah, yeah. that's right it is uh, each chapter is written as a point of view from a specific character for that segment. You know, so the yes. chapters are entitled like Bran or Rickon yes. or John or you know yeah. other people who aren't Starks that I can't think of their names. <laughs> Cersei, <laughs> Jamie, right? Cersei, yeah. So yeah, like it's it's a really cool structure and it's something I will go back and read these at some point. I was going to wait for the show to finish before I decided to read them. I was also waiting for the series to finish before I read them, but that might not ever happen. So I might just have to go back yeah. and read them. Right. So I thought that was a really interesting hook when it was described to me that that is the way this series is presented, like a, you know, a point of view per character per episode, you know, effectively. And that was a really cool thing, but it's impossible really to do that for a television show. So it has to be presented yeah. differently. Is there a loss like in the, in the quality of what you read as opposed to what you watch, do you feel that one is better because of the, the structure? Um, I I really like the point of view in like with reading it in a book because I like the way they did it because sometimes even though they're following each character um, separately, characters will bump into each other and it kind of overlaps almost. So and it does make it a little bit different difficult to follow the timeline because mm. sometimes things are happening you know, at the same time, but of course you're reading like Sam and then maybe like three chapters later, you're reading Caitlin or Catelyn rather. And those things are happening together, Mm -hmm. you know, so you're kind of reading it out of order. Um, But I mean, I didn't think it really took away from it with, with the show, because if you think about it, they almost kind of like do their best to kind of keep it that way because you'll have, like, okay, we're following Tyrion, and he does have to interact with some of these other characters, but then they'll cut the scene to, you know, Daenerys on the other side of the sea, and what is she doing right now, and things like that. So I didn't think it took, it didn't take away from it too much for me, because there's just no way to really do that. Right. Yeah. That's and, one on of, TV. That's one of the things that makes the show difficult for me to watch, um, is because I'm very much a person that needs a a central, like, not necessarily protagonist, but a central character, a main character, and there really is no main character for the show. You could argue Jon Snow, but there's a lot of times where his story is just on the back burner while we're looking at everybody else's story. And if I'm more interested in what's happening in that particular story, I get bored with 
Cersei or How anybody else. How dare you? I, I'm using her as an example. Use a different example. I hate her, and I know how much you love her. Um, I feel but yeah, that's right the thing. Now. Like, like it'll it'll shift, it'll shift to Cersei's point, and I'm just like, I don't, I don't care. And then I'm watching an almost hour long show for maybe ten minutes of actual story that I care about. So that's what makes it difficult. Well, maybe for you me. should care about Cersei and you'd like the show a lot more. Right, maybe. <laughs> so that's what makes it difficult for me to actually. Part of why I say the show is overrated because it makes it difficult for me for the type of viewer that I am, and I know that not everybody's that way. the The whole ensemble thing with cutting back and forth to different parts of the story is great for some people. As just one of those that things part. that kind of I do too. I, I actually really appreciated that they went to such pains to try to include so many characters. It does get muddled but it was cool that it was such a huge scope initially like that was that was a huge Once cool thing for me you get into season six and you're still adding new yes. characters or book five and you're like wait a minute come on now yeah, yeah. that became an <laughs> issue we settled yet yes that became an issue as the show progressed because you know like you said by season three or four i'm like man Look, it's cool that there's more places to go in the world, but do we have to go there right now? Like, <laughs> do we have to go to every one Yeah, of them? I mean, I, they mentioned Bravos before. I don't need to see it, do I? I mean, it doesn't seem like anything's going to happen there. No, something happens there for a long fucking time. Yeah. Like, you know, and uh, I just want to keep bringing it up because I hate it so much. So, <laughs> like, the whole Dorn thing with every single Dorn. aspect of Dorn. I would like to point out that Dorn is much smaller in the books, and there is a much smaller part for Dorn, and it happens much more quickly. And you told me that. Probably. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we have. You a told me that, and too. I, like, scoffed. Like, well, why didn't I? That, why isn't it the Dorn that I got? Because I got all these fucking people standing out in the desert, all these chicks whipping fucking axes and shit around. Not even in a cool way. They're just there. Like, oh, we are the daughters of Oberon. And then just shit, they're standing. <laughs> Stabbing a guy in the head. Like, you can stab <laughs> other people in the head in other places, and I'd be interested, but I don't give a shit about any of these pseudo European. I felt that way about That's Bravos. I totally felt that way about Bravos. I feel like, that way about when, Bravos when also. Arya was like in the show when she was in Bravos. I was like, yeah, we get it. No face. No, no, no. <laughs> like, yeah. come on, just something yes. happened. Yes, man has no name. Yes, girl, blah. Like, yeah, I was I, like, literally, like, when do when do we just get past this? And, yeah. Like, come on. I, it doesn't, yeah. the, it's. It is a huge. It is a huge issue for me to also want every scene or chapter with Stannis. Fuck Ugh. off, everybody! Yeah, I hated him. Yeah, he like, is the worst. That's I, actually I forgot okay, about Stannis because you blocked him in your mind. Because he's so terrible. Some of his chapters in the book, I actually just thumbed through and was like, "Is there anything <laughs> super like?" No one likes you. Stannis. Yeah, and then I would like put a bookmark on it and be like, "Well, <laughs> if something they talk about that's confusing to me, maybe I'll have to go back and reference it." But you never. No, did. I I thumbed through <laughs> it like I was taking a multiple choice answer quiz, like they teach you to I do won't, in school. I won't out him here, but I am friends with someone on facebook who is a huge <laughs> stannis booster I know we don't have to use his name too, yeah. but if you're listening you're a fucking weirdo <laughs> he's, he's, he's we went to high school yeah, with him and you're, every you're time a I good see, dude but oh my god the stannis meme. is cersei and i know and i see him comment every time i see him comment on your facebook i'm like is he trolling but i think he's serious I, he's <laughs> pretty dedicated if he's trolling he's he is he's really, really committed. committed. Yeah, because yeah, it's really been years. loves the rules and when people play by them. <laughs> <laughs> let's we've been kind of down, so let's let's bring that up for a second because one of the huge things, one of the huge benefits to this show, the boons rather, is that it has a so many characters and b so many characters you genuinely like. 
Like, so real quick, we'll talk about a couple people, you know, because we haven't really covered that about the things we really like about the show. What are some of your characters, the characters that you enjoy watching? You can even hate watch them if you want to. Like, they're people that you love to hate. Oh, I love hating Cersei, actually. Yeah. She is in in the t- show, but in the books even more. So just delightfully crazy. Like, and she's not sympathetic in the books at all. There's none of this like, oh, I love my children. So I'm right. actually a good mother. Yeah, I know. No, she's just nuts. Oh, I feel like I'd like she's her more than She wants power and that is all she is. And she makes bad decisions in on every turn. I, and it's just, great. I relate to that so much. Yeah. But I mean, I actually like, like Arya and Daenerys, you know, it's got a, the show has a really good cast of female characters that no it's it's unprecedented uh, like yes. with that many and at such a and at such an exposure as a reader of fantasy books I can tell you that that doesn't happen very often either and that is pretty cool yeah especially because you have characters like like they right off the bat you you meet Arya who is a kid when you know the books and the show starts but like you can tell she's She's not really cut out for the bullshit, you know what I mean? She wants to she wants to be kind of like a warrior to battle. Um and then as you go through, you meet like Brienne and um Brienne is the best. Yeah, I like Brienne too. And then Theon's sister. What oh was my her god. Name? What was her She's name? She's Yara in the show. She's Yara in the show, but and she was Asha in the book. Asha, yeah, cuz she had kind of a similar name as another character, so they changed it, I guess. And just even like the women like Catelyn who the way they kind of connive and like get their way. I do like the female characters. Of course, good, Daenerys, you get a good you know. array. You yeah. Know? It's not like the same person over and over. And even Cersei, like yeah. she, she is like, yeah, we're going to talk about women like, getting their way. She does not have a sword, but like she's doing not some necessary. real ma- manipulative <laughs> shit to get what she wants. Yeah. And I hate her. But yeah, I like to hate watch her. I think she's incredible. I think Lena Headey's performance as that character. Oh, is she's great! Yeah. Like yeah, absolutely. far and away, my favorite part of watching that show every that time it's face on. That she's she does so that. perfect. Oh, she's she's making and holding that, a glass yeah. of wine. Yeah. and she's got those angry elevens kind of because she's a, she's a, Lena Headey's probably a little bit older of a woman, but she's certainly like she's beautiful. But mm. she's got those two lines in between her eyes that are like mm, just <laughs> bitch. I know. You know what yeah. I mean? I love her. Yeah. I, I had said that season six is my favorite season. My favorite episode of this entire show is the season six finale. The first half hour of that show had me absolutely wrapped for attention. Just watching everything slowly unfold before the the Citadel just explodes and everybody goes up in a wonderful green inferno. And oh her smirking and holding a glass of wine, as is her want, is the highlight of the entire series up to this point for someone who loves Cersei. Josh, you are shaking your head. Before you dog on Cersei all day, I'm doing a, a character we hate. Who's your favorite character, two. Josh? Who do you like before you attack me for uh, my loves? Who I like? That's that's very difficult. I like the Hound. Yeah, oh, the I hound like the hound, hound a lot. Pretty I solid. I came around to him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, obviously, I like Arya. She's a great character. Um, I'm I'm torn on Jon Snow. I relate to him as a character because. He's the type of character that I'm used to in the fantasy novels. Yeah. You know, he's your typical. He would be your main the quote unquote hero type. Yeah. You know. if, if this were a typical fantasy series, he would be your typical main character. Mm. You I'm know? pretty sure he's the main character. Uh, he's <laughs> him and Daenerys are the main right, character. Right. If, if anybody are main characters, it's John. I'm and a conspiracy Daenerys. theorist. Yeah. No, right. I'm I'm right there with you. Um, but I like a lot of I like a lot of the le- I like Tyrion a lot. 
Tyrion. Oh, Tyrion's great. Uh, everybody Tyrion likes Tyrion. Yeah. Probably my favorite. Yeah. And Peter Dinklage as Tyrion is the best. Perfect. Um, He's perfect. Just fantastic. He is he, has he been like the one of the only like consistently likable characters? Do you feel like? Well, Cersei. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I feel. Like I don't know how you feel about like Baelish because like there's too. there are characters that I enjoy on screen despite what you're supposed to probably think about them. Like I think Baelish is an excellent character because he is a manipulative shit, but he's yeah. doing it in such a way that makes you kind of like, oh, I, I see what you're doing there, I, buddy. I kind of respect. You know what that. I like about Baelish, like. Not, apart from his tunics not, not necessarily the character but the guy who plays him has the best like accent yeah he's when he he just he sounds a little bit different from everybody and he's kind of like gravelly yeah so I love I, it. i'm not even gonna try to no i'm not it's, either it is i've tried before but just like, when he it's does really hard some, for me to talk he, like that he does some work sometimes he like enunciates a word in a certain way he'll I'm pull like, weird yeah, angles it's, it's out of like, some of those letters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, is that just how he sounds? I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's yeah, he, he's great. And um, who else is just even some of the like side characters, like Podrick? Like, yeah, what? got some love for you know Pod. I mean, this poor kid, like, what the shit? You know, what I, mean? I do not care about Podrick. I really I'll lay liked, it all out there. I, I, I really <laughs> like the kid, and I'm kind Fiance of disappointed the that they didn't do more with him. The kid that's kind of alluded to being uh, Gendry? Robert Baratheon's uh, bastard, Gendry. Yeah. yeah, I liked him a lot. Yeah, he was good, and apparently has disappeared. Right. So yeah, we may just, never know. He sailed off. Yeah, we just never saw him. Where. Hopefully, he's just maybe living in a house weird. by I the sea. I kind of forgot about and, that guy. Yeah, you're right. Himself. That is that is a I mean as a show it's hard to keep yeah. tabs on all these people. You never know when people are going to turn up again though. That is also know? true. I maintain because they have not shown Stannis die on screen that Stannis is still alive. No, he's not. I, he's dead, and we all I, want him there. I agree with you, but they did not show it. It was not shown, so I'm still kind of of the mind that he may find a way to. I feel fuck like well, if, if you're going work. by the books, it doesn't matter if they showed him die or not because there's a character they left out of the show that was in the books that was oh, very right. well and truly dead in Lady Stoneheart. Oh, oh yeah, right. yeah, I haven't read the books, but I've read it. Was, the yeah, it was yeah. covered. Yeah, the, I was yeah, I was thing. waiting and watching the show and like yeah. waiting for her to turn up. Maybe she'll show up. But I with this, the new season that coming. They, the actress said she's not coming back. They are not doing it. Like basically, it's not yeah. Mm. I was gonna say because it could just be a thing they show as like a Easter egg of her just walking around at some White Walker battle, like in this upcoming yeah, season. Maybe I've, it's knows? not necessary, you know. Yeah, so they that's just fine. use like the cast of her dead body. Yeah, yeah, you could do that. That'll work. Um, are there any characters that you feel in the vein of the show are like overutilized? Like there are characters that may be over, I don't want to call them overrated, but there is, as I was saying earlier about some of the characters that I don't like, there are characters that show up a whole lot. I can think of a few that I think will be mentioned. So I'll give everybody else a chance to do that first. I so, can think of some that I wish had never shown up. Okay. Um, oh, I'm going to forget their names though. The, uh, the Greyjoy. The any Greyjoy? Most of the apart, any apart Greyjoy that's not oh, the Asha uncle? Yara. The uncle? Yes. The one that was, yeah. The, yeah, I'm, I'm a very I can't remember the right name. Now, um, Aeon, was it? Aeon. Aeon, yeah. Yeah, the sea. Yeah, like he priest. just shows up in like book five and you're like, what are you even doing here? Yeah, just like, go. Yeah, you're just making, just stop. You're making everything complicated. Yeah. Daenerys is going to kill you right away anyway. Like, <laughs> just like, go. Let's not pretend that you and have a dog yeah. in this fight. Likewise, like. the other, the guy from Dorne who got killed by the dragon in like three seconds, but we spent like three chapters with him for some reason. <sighs> Fuck all of Doran. Doran. Doran Martell. 
Is that the name? I can't remember. I don't, I'm blanking I don't know. On I didn't that read one. the book, but but yeah, it's I don't know. I didn't right. read the book, but literally, fuck everybody that came from Dorne, up and down. I don't even like Oberyn. Yes, we know. I'm, you know, everybody's like, oh, the guy. I don't remember what do they call him? What is his nickname? Oberyn. Um, he has a nickname, right? Yeah, uh, it's something fucking cool. Like I whatever it is, is it the viper? Is that the, what it is? Yeah, the red viper. Some, okay, like yeah. That. Well, fuck the red viper. Fuck Dorn. Fuck everybody. <laughs> that whole fucking that thing can. And again, the that's one of the things where, like, yeah, I was kind of like, oh, I don't like the way they handled Dorn and some of these characters because when I read the books, like, I didn't hate them that much. Like, I was like, yeah. oh, this is interesting to see these people, and then. I just felt like they were cast weird or something. Like I, they didn't look how I imagined them, and I don't know. I really liked Oberyn until he turned into an ego Montoya. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he did. Right? <laughs> like he really was. Like you killed my sister. You killed my sister. Prepare to die. Her. Yeah. yeah. Um, who else? I really like. Don't give a shit about Varys. Like every, I like Varys. I mean, no, I hate him. Like he's but he's so bald. He's a slimy little shit. And every time I see him, I'm like, "Hmm." just like (laughs) I think. But he makes a lot of like cogs turn. So I mean, he does. Yeah, he's really important. But I'm like, maybe he doesn't need as many monologues. But but I that's the thing is like I think that guy is excellent. Whatever his name is, do I? When I see, I feel like they they're trying to force him down my throat and make me like him. It's possible. Like I don't want to. They've done a bit more to like kind of make him a little more humanized now. Yeah, I don't know. But 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 in a way that is, I think, true to the character. It's not ever at the. It's not really ever at the uh, at the behest of like him actually doing humanizing things. It's just because he's he is now interested in the side that is more humanized. Like that by proxy makes him a more relatable character, which yeah. kind of doesn't betray the character. I really like him I, I, as someone that I kind of hold up as like someone I enjoy seeing. Somebody so. else who I thought was really overused was um... Ramsey Bolton. <laughs> if, if, oh God. Since we didn't get, I haven't brought him up, but that's but go ahead. Or you can say something. <laughs> Sir Friendzone, I was gonna say. Jonah, oh, I love Friendzone. Yeah. I love him so much. I like Friendzone, but I just like, yeah, we get it. You oh, love her. He's got the skin thing. Oh, I don't, I don't yeah. want him to die. He played a super mean guy on Downton Abbey, and it was really weird. <laughs> I was like, no, you're just like nice and in love. And you're like, I don't like you. <laughs> oh, that makes me sad. But uh, yeah, I was but, gonna um, say uh, Osha. Is that her name? The wildling that takes care of Bran and Rickon. Tonks. Yeah. Tonk, Nymphadora Tonks, <laughs> yeah, Nymphadora as Tonks. we know her, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I didn't. I didn't really see why she was there much, except to maybe kind of be Rickon's mom for a while. Oh, yeah, it. it really wasn't. No, so, I mean, they spent like a lot of time with her on the show. It seems like. Yeah, they like, did. They really did, didn't they? Yeah, because I, I she think she was willing to get naked. So yeah, that's they were like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, this actress. That makes sense. Yeah. So does anybody have anything they want to say about Ramsey Bolton before I freak out about it? Oh, I mean, we all hate him. I mean, okay, he's the worst. So. I really liked the way they introduced him in the books. Like, there was a hullabaloo in the books that took place. Do you remember? Yeah, and I think I actually have a, I think I have a quote, author quote thing to back this up. Yeah. yeah, so they had in the books, instead of us just, I can't recall exactly how we met him in the show. I feel like he just appeared and they were like, oh, look, this is Roose Bolton's bastard. I think it was a conversation between him and his father or something. Yeah. To that yeah. So in the books, he is discussed. And then when we see Theon in the show being called Reek, what happened in the books was Ramsey basically had a f- friend called Reek who was like a stable boy that was like just there for him to abuse and like treat like shit. And they always called him Reek because he smelled terrible. And he ends up somehow when they're taking over Winterfell, like 
dressing himself as Reek and getting himself captured only to come to find out that he's like infiltrated Theon's hold on Winterfell to am I explaining I think, yeah, I think this, this is about right you and, remember more than I do and he reveals himself to be Ramsay like and you're like oh because they think Ramsay's dead they're like oh we killed the Bolton bastard but it ends up being Reek that he killed that got killed like his companion so he kind of does like a switcheroo and it was really clever the way they did it and you don't I didn't expect it at least when I was reading it so I love the way he was introduced in the books and then some other things happen in the books that are different when he marries yeah. fake Arya. He does not marry. He does not marry Sansa at any point Mm-mm. yet. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. I so, hate him so much. I'm just saying like this is that to me was one of the most bizarro like things that they did from book to screen that like yeah they, that's a huge change <laughs> like yeah, it's it's a lot and it's got to be timeline related i feel like probably but There's i a lot didn't you hate his character i hated that, his know. character in the book but i didn't hate seeing him i hated seeing him on screen I, and he looks like diabolic tutor with a magic card i was kind of look like the yeah the reprint the 10th edition one yeah um he is the type of char- the type of character that I understand? It's like, oh, he's a bad guy. You're supposed to dislike him, and or it's like, oh, he's a really bad guy. You kind of like that because you're sick. Like, I, he can do. He can fulfill either one of those roles for you. I have never wanted to turn off my television more than any second he was on screen. I hated yeah. looking at him. I hated everything he did as a character, as an actor, as like anything that that guy has anything to do with that guy. I would I agree. Fucking that hated it. He's definitely overused. He was. Like, we got the point every, across about yes, a thousand times in every fucking scene in that season where he just appears again. I just, I audibly was, oh, like every. 15 minutes yeah. because they kept going back to him although, over and over. Although maybe we should point out that since we did it for Stannis, we do know somebody who totally loves Ramsey. <laughs> oh, yeah, we yeah. do know somebody yeah, that totally do. loves Ramsey. I'll call her out. It's Jen. She's been on the show before. She, she You're loves. fucking sick, Jen. But she doesn't, I don't think she loves Ramsey the character. She just thinks no, she, the guy who's yeah. playing him is like handsome. Which honestly is almost worse. Like, <laughs> it's kind of weird. She went and found that this actor is also a musician and she like found clips of him and like showed them to me and I was just like I still want to punch him in the face like (laughs) I can't help it like I feel bad for this guy because he took a role that he thought was going to be great he was disgusting it was great he's good at it I am sure (laughs) if that's he did a good job because everybody hates we will always remember that yeah but I'll never listen to his acoustic EP ever because of this <laughs> so i think you know. probably wouldn't have listened to it anyway it could be fire we don't know we'll and never we'll know. never find we'll out never know. no well, we'll ask jen i'm sure <laughs> i'm sure she'll have heard it. she'll be able to give us a comprehensive i think review. she yeah. might be biased yeah, yeah probably maybe. who knows but yeah that's what i thought about ramsey is they way overused him in the show and i was disgusted by him where in the book he was more of like a menacing figure mm. when he kind of like when you read about him you were like Ooh. you know you got that kind of dread feeling like what kind of yeah crappy things are going to happen but in the show they were just like oh look at how terrible and sadistic this character is yeah but it's it's one of those things where less is more <laughs> they didn't need to necessarily show every instance where yeah. ramsey is being a total bastard we, we got it yeah, we yeah. Got I, th- it I think we pretty much got it times. when he chopped off theon's junk yep. and we got fried it, when it up he like a sausage and snow. ate it you know we got it when he <laughs> 
I will I say though, it was it. super satisfying to watch him get just his shit jacked. I couldn't by even. Really I couldn't even be happy about it because it I didn't really care. Was. I've never been. I never hated the character enough to even be mad that he existed. You're I was the just only mad. One. We all loved him. Seeing That's cool. I mean, I'm glad when people die in those show in the show sometimes, but since it's usually my favorite characters dying, I'm kind of sad. I'll just hey, we didn't even talk about it, but if is there like a house or a, a specific character? specific character that you guys are like backing in this fight is there someone you want to see win i'm a john plus danny forever girl <laughs> yeah john plus yeah. danny forever i really like i like john and you know i'm kind of like they're gonna get married and have babies <laughs> they're related <laughs> no they're like second cousins um sorry but she is his aunt oh really well still yeah. targaryens marry their brothers yeah, and sisters know, all the damn but time still, it's fine still why they all go crazy it's entirely possible. That's probable, yes. even. That's, I think that is. That's what's implied that <laughs> yeah. heavily. Yeah, but um, I I don't know about that. But um, I do. I like Arya and like the whole like kind of Stark clan, and I kind of feel just bad for them in general yeah. as they kind of just like drop off. But yeah, I like Danny and everything, and I'm really hoping that you know whatever justice happens with her Tyrion goes along with her and you know doesn't get persecuted just for simply being a Lannister maybe he could finally have some levity poor Unless guy he's a Targaryen oh, oh there's dragon riders there's theories I know I forgot I forgot oh I'm getting so excited for the new season don't you fucking nerds Josh <laughs> excuse us so so you asked me this question earlier sort of like what what house do you belong to it's Hufflepuff apparently um, <laughs> Ravenclaw forever. It's a different anyway, show. I, I know. Slytherin. I got Hufflepuff too, but we all know I'm Slytherin. <laughs> yeah, you are. So you asked me this question earlier, and I'm like, you should know that. You've known me for 17, 18 years, something like that. And then I thought about it, and I'm like, well, I said Stark, but to be perfectly honest, I probably relate more to. Jon Snow as a Snow than as a Stark, since he's not actually technically Ned's son. Spoiler alert. Um, because I am also a bastard. So, so Jon Snow. So, so I'm, I'm rooting question? for Jon Snow. Also, I really relate to Robert. <laughs> Robert was probably one of my favorite characters from the first season, and I was really King Robert. Yeah, Robert Baratheon. Baratheon. Yeah. yeah. You relate to King Robert I, Baratheon? I We're large to, and we have beards. Yeah, but he was a dick, kind of. Yeah, but he was an enjoyable dick. He, oh, he was great. Yeah. You're, are you, uh, you're a... <laughs> I relate to being an obese whoremonger. That, that's he was a decent guy who was just kind of a crummy king. <laughs> <laughs> he meant well. I, uh, sure. He, he just in the he had his books, vices, he's a decent know? guy who's a crummy king. He might have been yeah. kind of crummier in the yeah, show. Maybe. Maybe. He was blustery on the show, but yeah. I appreciated that. As I appreciate when this... Excuse me. When the show will end in the way it should, with Cersei Lannister having dominion over everything <laughs> that has possibly been seen, and Baelish and Sansa will also be there because Sansa's going to do a heel turn on Jon and Come have on. all of this spread, and the show will never end because that's that's going to be the lines that get drawn. Everybody's going to get together to kill all the White Walkers, and then Cersei, Sansa, and Baelish will all rule <laughs> from their end of things. And doing, then the North will do whatever the fuck the North does. Are we doing predictions now, though? Really? I mean, it wasn't really a prediction. It's just what's going to happen. Can I ask Jess something? Were you really sad when the Umbers turned over Rickon? Did you feel like they were, like, North I, forever? Okay, I, have I was to so con- sad. I have to confess, I don't really care about Rickon. I kind of thought he never had a chance and should have just been gotten out of the way faster. 
I think the author forgot about him for a while. It's kind of true. So There's I, a lot of fucking really stars. Like, I wasn't that sad about Rickon. Oh, all right. That's, Maybe that's I a, should be. Maybe that's, like that's a, horrible. That's a thing, right? Because it's a huge, again, to, to tie this back to the, the overarching statement of my thesis, it's a huge problem with the show that you forget that these people exist. Like it's a it's a problem. In the I book. didn't forget about him. I knew he was out there. Right, but it's I not. About you do. It's <laughs> at least it's not touched on. Like there are people that are gone forever. Like Brand's whole thing of like disappearing oh, yeah, for literally an entire season yeah, and a half. Yeah. Go on and on like about Brand. I mean, Brand's just like the button at the end of a season. At that point, it's just like, well, nothing happens forever and ever Brand's and ever. But now you're a tree. Now. Yeah. So yeah, the whole thing is just it's so hard to keep track of all this shit. And the writers do a well enough job for when they want to and that's like my biggest problem is that it feels like they're far more invested in doing thing a and b as opposed to things c through q that you have introduced but don't take the time to follow up on and that's like it's kind of a big problem you know again yeah. it's one man's opinion but i don't know i kind of feel like i keep coming i keep circling the wagons on this like well there are a lot of things i like i like i do like the sex and violence in you know appropriate levels i like a lot of the characters i like a lot of the dialogue is not Great, but some of it's pretty good. You know, like the written on screen stuff. I, I, I can't dialogue. attest. Yeah, I can't attest to the to the page and the you know as opposed to the screen. But from just watching it, like they do well enough to make some of the characters engaging and funny and you know sometimes serious and cool. Like Tywin gets a lot of awesome lines where he dies. So like there's there's good things, but I keep coming back to the same points, which is just it's just not enough. Like what it is they are giving me. Is not enough to make this like what I think to be a great all the time great show. I think it is very good, and historically it'll be remembered for being good. But I do not think it is great. I think it is just not there. You know what I mean? I just don't think there's possibly enough time because this is the last season. They have no, one more. Two more. Oh really? Yeah. I thought I thought this was the last one. Yeah. Okay. It's, well, I'm it's, sorry, it's my they're bad. doing this the season seven, which is coming, and then season eight will be the last season of televised show but it won't end for like another two years because they're spreading yeah, it way the fuck out yeah. yeah aren't they trunk uh truncated to like aren't they shorter seasons yeah before? yeah they're they're there's only like 14 episodes there's only left i think total well, I mean, I don't do you think, how are they gonna do you think they're gonna wrap any of this up i hope not to be honest with you i don't because why should it like this is not the kind of story that would wrap right. i think this is like i had said like the everything is culminating towards it being white walkers v the world right so let's just mm, yeah. do that like wrap that and then the show can continue in your mind. It doesn't have to be tidy. You know, like, right. that's kind of why I hope I see a lot of, selfishly, I see a lot of characters live. Because in my head, I'd like to think that they made it out to then continue playing the Game of Thrones, where they're all still kind of vying for power because everybody saw a problem, banded together to, rec- you know, to rectify it, and then carried on as usual. Like, that's, that's what I want for this type of show. So I hope there's no I feel like <laughs> there's I just, no I just need tide. some sort of satisfaction somewhere. Like, where, what is Arya doing? Like, where is she going? What is she planning on doing? What, what the hell? When's the last time we saw Sam? He went to, he's, he went to become a maester. Yeah. yeah like That's he, right. he went, he was in a library. Texts about winter. And he took yeah. Jilly. Yeah. <laughs> Jilly and her teeth. <laughs> They're good. They're good people, Sam yeah. and Jilly. Well, if you listen to anything that George R. R. Martin says on how he wants the story to end, and I don't know how true this is at this point. Well, he can I, fucking write I've, it. Then. I've been yeah. telling. <laughs> I mean, he's really right. at the reins here. Uh, but I've been telling this story for years about an article or an interview I read or saw with him that I can't remember if this is even true at this point or if I'm just making it up. But he was oh, asked man. where he envisioned the story ending, and his response was in a snow-covered graveyard. 
No, sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's just as good a place as any to end the show, I think, <laughs> with death and snow. Yeah. Um. So the conceit being, uh, I think you know we've all we've all expressed our problems and our joys of like the show. I don't think any. We weren't trying to change any minds here today. I like, really I just talk about this show right. for like two more hours. That's the problem. You yeah, could. Like, we so could talk about this forever because there's a lot to discuss. And I think the reason I even wanted to do this episode was because we are all fans of the show, you know, some more than others and for differing reasons. But with it coming back for its seventh season, premieres on Sunday, July 16th, um, there's, it's just in the ether. So there's like a lot to discuss. So I just kind of wanted to put us out there. And let everybody know that we had some things we wanted to say about it. And if you wanted to get at us to talk about those things, because we are here to discuss them with you, um, hit us up on Twitter at Over Under Fair. Come and like and uh, like and comment on the Facebook page. Leave reviews on iTunes and Podbean and all those other things. We're on Google Play Music. Like, there's any number of ways you can contact us because we will happily continue the conversation now and forever and for perpetuity because that's just what we do. Um, but yeah, since we did, I like I said, kind of wanted to just ask, just find a forum to talk about this show because I I like it and I think we all had stuff to say. And again, I I said it briefly. I don't think I was trying to change anybody's mind today. I'm not trying to tell you all that you should not like the show because yeah, I think there no. are better shows. Like there are better shows in my estimation, but this show is still worth watching. It's a worthwhile show. It it has a a whole litany of things to provide to people that are looking for all sorts of stuff in television. You can watch it because there's nakedness and swords. You can watch it because it is fairly gripping storytelling. You can watch it for a lot of the acting performances, which are very good. There'd be dragons. You can watch it for fucking dragons because yeah, there's dragons. dragons are and cool. those are pretty mm-hmm. boss. Yeah. So and like tits. Yeah. <laughs> and like and dragon butts tits. and flappy wieners. Yeah, there's some dong. Seriously though, guys, like not to cut you off, Dave, but no, if, I'm glad if, we waited until the end of the show to talk about dong. It feels you, like that's where you wanna that's no, really no. what you want to punctuate it on. Well, if you're if you're a fan of this show, I assume that you are because you listen to it or at least you've watched the show, um, slide into our DMs on Twitter <laughs> <laughs> because I really want I love talking about like theories and just kind of right. like... Right, we did not talk like, too much about it. I, I love talking There's about so like many. theories and like guessing because like Jess just got me going when she said like Dragon Riders and I was like, oh my God, what's going to happen? So if you if you want to throw down on some theories with me and discuss what you think is going to happen and what like get the gears turning, like, hey, at Over Under Fair on Twitter <laughs> and like I said, slide in all those DMs. You, you, can even, you can even follow my personal Twitter, which is LaceyM85. You'll get me directly there. You might run into one of the guys on our Over Under Fair page. I'm happy I'm to talk saying. about it. Yeah, that's, yeah, that, that's, that's what it's there for. It's there for people to talk, contact us. So <laughs> that being said, uh, Lacey wants you to talk about Game of Thrones dong with her. Theories. And, and theories. And dong. And dong theories. Um, so... Yeah, I guess I have no other segue. So <laughs> I'm Dave. Uh, this has been Over Under Fair. Again, get at us at all those things that we contacted you guys about. Uh, so speaking for Josh, Lacey, and Jess, thank all of you for being here. And uh, yeah, winter comes Sunday, so I hope you guys enjoy the show. All right, peace. <laughs>